Hello and welcome everybody to Shotcast episode number 54. Today we are joined by Beast Mode and a lot of stuff has happened. Uh, actually, I mean, Worlds happened as well, but I think we'll do another episode talking about Worlds, which is weird because we're going backwards here. But Gamers 8 had just happened uh, and we have, uh, well, spoilers? I don't know. Should, should I even bother? Like, did, It's did, happened now. Yeah, it's I feel like spo spoilers. We have one of the winners here with us, Beast Mode. For first and foremost, congratulations, Beast Mode, on a Congrats, fantastic thank dub. You, thank you. And uh, just a just a quick side note, by the way, was there an extra prize for winning MVP? <laughs> Do you know if that was confirmed? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, there was. That yes. was confirmed. So as as another <laughs> side note, Beast Mode. Wait, was that? Wait, Beast Mode. Wait, are we talking uh, the the I'm, full? I'm the full... Okay, We're not talking. How, how much was MVP? Yeah, how much was MVP? Just yeah, how, yeah, how much was uh, yeah, Good question. It wasn't uh, as much as last year. It was, it was 10,000. Oh. Oh. Not, 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 not 100, not 100. Only 10,000. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I, yeah, I was going to make a side note. Beast Mode almost won more than my entire <laughs> career in one event, but he didn't because it's only $10,000 for MVP. <laughs> no. He just got minus 90, yeah. Where did the 100k come from? Is that like an edit, a sneaky edit from some of the Twitter gods? No, oh, there was, was 100k in total like prizes. There was like defensive player and all oh, that sort of stuff. I think they, the they just added that because the prize pool was 2.1 million. Like they had 2 mm. million and then Worlds, I think, I think the whole thing was like Worlds was 2.1. So Cam was like, well, like, well, I mean, I guess we can go up 100 <laughs> as well. So they had an extra 100, but everyone thought it was going to the MVP. Obviously, Beast Mode only got 10k, but let's talk about only the elephant in the room, ladies and gentlemen. What the fuck is a kilometer? And I got something. We needed. <laughs> we need this. That. I just want to Don't. thank you. I just want all of the US to just say thank you. Thank you to B mode. <laughs> And, oh, and no EU in the final for the first time since DreamHack Montreal 2019. So it was a double whammy. It was the, literally the opposite of last year's Gamers 8, where it was EU versus Mina. Now it was a, no EU versus Sam. Now it was NA versus Mina. So four <laughs> completely different regions in the final. Really cool stuff. But congrats. NA is back. Um, you know, you know so we, we've had a lot of different takes on that. But you know we don't need to go into that. Let's just all settle that NA is back. That's, that's, a, that's a good one. <laughs> It's it's really nice, and I actually I I uh, had to uh, uh, stop myself. I had some very bad influences telling me to tweet something about how wow, isn't it so nice? How when all the you know great to have the Rocket League community come together. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. There again, another event in the books. One of those classic tweets to be like, wow, so nice. The whole Rockley community came together once again to let NA win a LAN. I was like, no, I'm not going to tweet that. No. Like, like, Johnny, that's so on brand. I'm like, no, no. Like, why? That's just awful. I'm like, no. I'd rather tweet about how Beast Mode is apparently a ones main. I wanted to ask about that as well. Like, <laughs> anyway, how you feeling? Earth. Tell us about the. Tell us about Games Eight. How, how you going? Um, I mean, I'm feeling amazing, man. Like, uh, I mean, I just really wanted to, something like. I think I think everyone knows that there's gonna be probably a long off season, and um, and it just felt, it just felt really good to to like like because obviously we we haven't been performing the best, but it's, it's like it feels so good just like to sit on that for a minute, like sit on that type type of one cast, like one of the biggest Rocket League tournaments uh, that has ever been uh, created. So, like, it was just amazing to, to like, sit on that win. And, and not only did, like, did we sit on the win, I, I felt great about myself. I felt I got my confidence back because I feel like I played pretty well and I, I got the MVP. So, uh, yeah, I'm feeling better than ever. Yeah, undefeated in twos with Daniel, uh, I think, 10 and 0 in twos win-loss, if I recall. Um, and after the grand final, threes was positive win rate win record as well and ones i don't remember your own personal record but it doesn't really matter everybody's so impressed with your 1v1 <laughs> ability i think you traded wins with jari is and then you beat trk and then you also took ruas to one goal if i recall which yeah. is insane I'll... so yeah tell us about that tell, tell us about stepping in for 1v1 did you have any idea that was a possibility 
like having to play once? Um, I mean, before the tournament, obviously not. Like, obviously, we know we all know how Daniel is, like how good Daniel could be at once. But I guess he just wasn't really feeling it at the time, and he told everyone like he just wasn't like um, feeling ones. And I think like a big thing is like if you're playing a game mode, you kind of have to want want it, like want to play the the game mode, want to play ones, want to play twos, whatever it is. Like, I don't think you really like really wanted to play ones and really wasn't like too in too into it, and, like wasn't having fun with it. I feel like that's the most important part. So. I was like, if you wanted to, I think maybe I should step in because, um, I mean, Calm, I feel like, can be the better ones player than me because he has more of a background in that. But for me, like, I think if I went in, literally no one has ever played against me. Like, TRK, yes. like, literally, Yuri's, like, all those guys have never played against me. So I feel like I would kind of, like, they would kind of have more pressure on them because, like, I feel like I'm the underdog in a sense. And, like, they would have to win that. And I would, I would just go out there with full confidence. Like, I wouldn't care if we won or if I did or if I win, uh, if I won or lose, so, and then yeah, it turned out to be pretty great. And I really wanted to beat Rawas because obviously he's like the king of one v one, like he's like the best in the world at it. So, but I almost did, but he's, he's he's so he's so good at ones, he's so hard to play against. But yeah, I just I just want to know, like, while you're out there playing ones, was your heart like beating out of your chest during <laughs> a lot of those moments, like? <laughs> Could you just feel all the pressure? You know, even like your teammates sitting there watching you. It's just, it it, it would be a little weird, wouldn't it? Like a whole region whole, on your back as well. A whole different feeling compared to threes, right? Um, if you want to be honest, I was actually the least nervous of ones. Um, I was, I, I was the least nervous of ones, and then I was the most nervous in twos. Like I felt like I was like I don't know why I just felt more nervous in twos because like I don't know, but and then. I was just like the least nervous of ones because like I was, I just felt like I was supposed to lose. Like I, I literally had nothing to lose. You're the underdog, right? Yeah, I, I had literally nothing to lose, and my teammates just kept backing me up. Like if you lose, you lose. If you win, you win. And I just played with full confidence. I think a lot of people noticed that. Yeah. Hmm. So coming into the tournament, like if, if you'd have told me afterwards, obviously now you know V1 are gonna win. You know crew battles. I'm thinking, oh yeah. Obviously, but no one really. Obviously, there were still people like obviously V1 are going to go well, but your form coming into it, obviously missing out on worlds and things like that. We'd kind of a lot of people have written you guys off, um, at least with your threes and whatnot. But what were you guys like? What was your mindset coming into it? Were you confident or? Um. Yeah. No. I think we're all confident. I think I told um the team. I like literally when we qualified. I, I told the team like it was guaranteed finals. Like for me, for me, I like I knew that we were gonna do pretty well, and and um, I think it just favored us so well. Like I think I'm very confident, Dan and I in twos, and in the one situation, I feel like all of us are good. And our threes, like obviously, we've been shaking like the whole top, like the whole uh, split. I just think we actually need just need time together, and I think like as time goes on, we'll become a better team and uh, one of the best in the world. But I think we're all really confident, and the, like the point is just we have nothing to lose, like. We just we we just like have nothing to prove ourselves because everyone thinks that we're not going to do well in the first place or not as well. So yeah, yeah, you were definitely the this. I guess the pressure of success was off partially because of vitality success. They had everybody thinking they're going to win again just because they've won five events in a row, and the local teams, Falcons picking up Naipo is a big boost and. The you know real one team just looking so strong with Rawas recent form. Yeah, I think like going even like talking to players at the event, talking to casters, uh, reading online, it seemed like they'd taken most of the attention. Even teams like BDS weren't being talked about much, and they made semis. Uh, yeah, because yeah, Furia defending champions a lot of talk about them. Yeah, there was like you guys kind of like flew under the radar a little bit, and even without Daniel playing once, still made it so far. I think even going into the last day, people were still underestimating your 1v1 because you got the win in TRK in a close series. If they won that, it would have gone to 2-2 in the series, if I recall. Mm -hmm. And that's a really big difference in the Gamers 8 format because if you go into t uh, Game 4 2-all, well, coming out of Game 4 2-all, then the winner of the next 3v3 uh, loses the map choice or loses the matchup choice for game six. So they would have probably just picked 1v1 again if they beat if TRK beat you, you probably just picks it again. It would be really tough. You then you go to game seven. But instead you were up three one and that meant that even if they win the next one, which they did, you still get the the two v two. I think you picked two did you just pick twos again and you won it again, if yeah. I recall. So that that's massive. To go down or to be ahead three one, you get to choose twice. Uh, in the series you choose after game one and then you choose the next one it's, it's insane so yeah props to you guys the 1v1 is massive um 
I did. I did not see it coming. After like the the Joyers one one with you, I was like, okay, now that's impressive. But now you got to play TRK. That's a level up. Like, how on earth are you going to beat him? And you beat him like seven three. I'm like, what am I watching? I I don't know anything anymore. Like, yeah. are it's you just... looking to get any more ones now off this? What are your thoughts? Um, honestly, like, I was thinking about like playing more ones, trying to get more into it because I feel like it does help your like your level as a player. Um, but. It, but it honestly, like I don't like I don't know if like everyone's like in my game mode. I don't really like enjoy it as as much as people do. I, I don't really like when it turns like I don't know. I'm scared to like turn into a once player. Like I just like kind of like scared to turn into a once player. <laughs> yeah, and 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 uh, yeah, I just want to stick to like the three aspects of everything. But I think I'm scared I think, to turn into a once player is amazing. <laughs> that's think, a, that's um, an inspirational quote. What does that mean? What what does that mean? It's turning into a once player. Why are you scared of that? I don't know. I actually don't know. I'm just, <laughs> that's a that's a great question. I'm just scared of turning into something, something else. <laughs> you're happy where you're at, is what you're saying. Like, you yeah, keep that, keep that level. Yeah, exactly. Okay, if you okay, ones is scary, but we have to talk about twos as well. Do you think that you and Daniel, uh, you went why are you so good at zero? Twos? Yeah, you went two zero <laughs> against rule one and twos throughout the weekend. Two zero against Falcons and twos. Two zero against Team Liquid and twos. I can't remember the other two's matches, but they were the big ones. Like those are the the three uh, three other teams that were talked about as having some of the best three v three combos on their team. You beat all of them twice. So do you guys think you've uh, like put yourself at the top of that um, game mode for now? Oh, most definitely. And I feel like it's a huge confidence confidence booster. And also, like I think um, it was nice just beating everyone and showing that like we're the best we can or we are the best two in the game. And also. Uh, like I think a Tao and um Atau and Oski have been wanting to play us in twos for a while, so it was, it was really nice beating them and uh just showing that we're the we're the better duo. And yeah, it's just like yeah, it's really nice and I think we're definitely up there, if not the best. You know, I noticed you guys played very differently uh, from all the other top twos teams. Um they were all like overextending a lot, trying to force and you guys were like just getting goal line save, goal line save, like <laughs> passing in defense. It seems like you've got your own style. Um, was that a conscious decision going in, or is that just like how you play? Uh, I guess it's how we play. It's a scary way to play. It's very scary, and it's very. That's why I was most nervous in twos because like we were just kept getting crazy saves. Like Dan had had crazy saves like the first game of Falcons. I remember like yeah, like mm-hmm. so many goal line saves and yeah. But I think I think it's just like naturally how we play. I think that's, I, I love like the way we play. But, yeah. <laughs> I was getting so ready to cut you off again, but I'm gonna give you this. I was gonna I was just gonna say like you and Dan might want to play like versus me and Eris. Like I don't know if you know, but like me like me and Eris be Oski and Atel. And so like I don't know, you were excited to beat them, you're excited to play against them, so if you want if you want like another challenge then you know oh, I, no. I mean I got I'll be down. I, I heard Eris might be next up, so if you want we could like Bet, bet money on it too. I like, mean, Beast first. Mode's in Rocket oh, yeah, League right sure. now. You can just load up the game. Don't cast live 2v2 best of one. Why not? I thought we could sneak that in there. Tell us yeah, a strat I, in twos. Tell us a strat because when you know, I don't want to say that both you and I are undefeated in twos at games eight, but we are. Unbelievable. And and I think land twos is a little bit different. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it's a bit more. You know, you kind of you kind of just always you don't want to overcommit. You know, you don't want to leave a teammate yeah. a little one on two. Like, what did you guys have a strat going in, or you guys just play so much twos, you know what to do? I think like I mean I think you're exactly right about that. Like you just plan out to overcommit because if you overcommit, um. You know, you leave a team in a one v two, just like you said. I think like literally the challenges are the most important thing in twos, and um, I think it was a mix of both, like just play our game, but obviously just make smart decisions and try not to leave each other behind, and yeah, just make this like make the, the most most like um, what is the word? Make the most um, good outcome. Efficient. Yeah, efficient. Yeah, efficient decisions like there was. What's your advice for anyone watching trying to improve their twos? Twos is the most played game mode in Rocket League. Threes is the main esport, but twos is the one that everybody's playing for the most part online. So when you say that challenges are the most important part, what about challenges should people be trying to improve as a team, in your opinion? I think, I think, uh, yeah, like I said, yeah, like you said, challenges are the most important thing. But I think as, as like when you're challenging the ball like first in front of your teammate, I think you should always play ball. Um, because half of the time, if you if you play ball, um, 
obviously you're either going to hit the ball. And I think a lot of the times, if you don't even get the ball, you bump the player that's going for the ball. I think that happens to me a lot. And that's something you should always do, like try to play ball when you're challenging first. And then, um, I mean, yeah, that's basically what I worry about. That's the only thing I worry about. When so when, when you mean so play ball, you mean don't get faked, like don't try and read mm. something. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Something crazy, just hit the ball. Just like yeah. go for directly for the ball, just ignore the player pretty much. Exactly. And then, because uh, you're obviously going to fit the him or you're just going to... Make make him. You have to like. He has to hit over you, no matter what. So what about like if I'm playing twos and I'm I'm like ready to challenge. I've got hundred boost. They they've got both players in position. One of them's got the ball, and then I look back and I'm like, oh well, my teammates decided now is the perfect time to <laughs> go and see what's happening on the other side of the field. What do you what do you think you should do in that situation? Obviously, that didn't happen a lot with you and Daniel because you guys were constantly syncing up very close and following each other. But yeah, what what do you do if your teammates like decided to go to a different continent and see what's going on? Um, I think you just wait for the right time to go, and if you don't know when the right time is to go, I, I, I just think that you you just have to respect it. You just have to respect the, the player on the ball, and because if you jump instantly, you know you're more than likely going to get beat because he's already on the ball. And if you jump, if you if you wait too long to jump, then you're just giving too much time. So I think mm-hmm. I think when when you see him going for a flip reset or anything such as that, like it's really hard because it's just in the moment type thing. It's just like really in the moment, but when you see him going for something like a flip reset, I think that's when you jump because. When he's going for that with that thing, like, and uh, it's like I don't know, it's really hard to explain. But when he's going for that play, I think it's the best time to jump. Like, it's like the ball. moment where they can't do. Where you're like putting them on it's one play up. for yeah. that moment, yeah. And then after that, they have two because they have a flip. So they, you know, when, are you trying to like tackle or challenge when the threat is, you know, on one angle on one. Yeah. Yeah, that is it. I feel yeah. like I feel like it'd be absolutely foolish for me not to ask. So recently, I've hit eighteen hundred, and I'm really just <laughs> on the road to hit, hitting SSL by the end of the season. And I just I just need like like something that can really help to get me there. Like, what is what is my problem, Beast Mode? Like, without <laughs> even watching my gameplay, what do you think I'm doing as a Grand Champ three that can't get the SSL? <laughs> um, you probably like Beast Mode. You probably play with eighteen hundreds every now and then. What are the, yeah? What are they doing wrong? Because they're probably like you know they're playing exactly the same way as Rizzo. Uh, you could like, <laughs> you know really start to vent here. You could let it all out. From all I mean, the, guy, the, guy has, the guy has a hundred percent win rate on international land. I feel like I would be wasting my time to not ask the question. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, I don't know. Uh, uh, by the way, I was, I was watching the stream today. It's. Going to 1800, I was watching it for a bit. Uh, yeah? yeah? Yeah, you like what you see? <laughs> yeah, you're pretty good. You're pretty good. Okay. <laughs> He's so nice. He's a PR but, uh, merchant as well. I'd say <laughs> you're not <laughs> optimal, Rizzo. You know, you need to be more optimal players. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, I didn't ask. I didn't ask. Yeah. I didn't ask you. I'm oh, asking. Sorry, I'm, sorry. asking <laughs> I'm asking. I'm asking B mode. <laughs> That's fair. Enough. I'm asking the goat here. Okay. I want, I want his advice. Let's not get too crazy. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, uh, I mean that's okay. We if you if you don't got anything, we might we can talk about it, it later. <laughs> okay, I didn't want. I, I, <laughs> I think a lot of it just comes with like just talent, you know. Just just trying to just, mm. just gotta be good at the game. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wow. No, this is so you need to Rizzo. You need to pay for this kind uh, of stuff, right? So you can do this afterwards. We're trying to find out about V1. And now look, obviously we talk about the twos and ones. Now the, the good, the mm. interesting thing about Game Is Eight for you guys is that. You know, usually most teams only have one coach. You know, if you guys are with Fireburner, but with you and Dan just taking so much of the of the the brunt of the load with the the ones and twos, what was it like also having Com as a as a coach slash cheerleader at the event as well? I mean, I mean, he's just yeah, he's just like he's like everything. He's a hype up man. He's like a, he, he brings up the mentality like every time he gets scored on, he tells us it's good. And um, obviously, I think he was playing really good. I think this is the best I've ever seen him play at this event. I think he's playing really good, and I think it just all comes with like offense. But he was just like a really good teammate, and he's like uh, every time I would get scored on ones, he was just like, "Say it's unlucky." And he would also give us like tips. Like I think there was like three times where we where he told us um, like to do a certain kickoff in twos, like where there was like Spanish or where there was like fake it, like fake it or back right, back left. And I think 
every single time he has told us like we we got to go off of it. So what did, what did he tell you to do like to uh, in the two's kickoffs? Um, I missed the word. He uh he told us like he told us the Spanish once, and we got to uh oh to gotta, do it. Yeah, to do. It. He told us like to do types ah, of kickoffs and, and watch out for him. Like he he's right about it a lot, and I don't know how he's right about it a lot. He's usually right about it, but yeah, he just helps a lot, and he's a really good teammate. So was he he wasn't free playing. He was just locked in spectating your games when you guys were playing. <laughs> he wasn't, he wasn't yeah. playing rock paper scissors like oh, with his other oh, teammates. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I see that. I see that. But um, no, yeah, he's just locked in. He's like more of a more of a, a spectator. Yeah, that's interesting. I actually saw some teams sitting in complete silence when their teammate is playing ones or their two, you know two teammates playing twos. Some of them just want to lock in and have no noise at all maybe like some others would want no advice when the gameplay is happening but hype after a goal scored but you guys wanted the uh actual like strats as well in uh mm-hmm. in just twos or were there any one strats being thrown oh, in there yeah i was just about to say that um against trk uh when i was up about i think five three and there was about like a minute and a half or a minute left he's like be aware he's probably gonna uh Challenge like or not? Not get yours. Sorry, get yours. Like he's gonna challenge a lot, uh, a lot faster because mm-hmm. he's down. And he started. He, he immediately started challenging faster. And then, um, before the game, before the game against TRK, he's like, be aware. Like he goes low a lot. Like he he tries a low like low fifty and plays a good. good Wait, who told play. you that? Uh, Calm did. Calm is uh, that's a genius. That you know that's like a <laughs> TRK best of one thing that's yeah. actually been like that for over a year. He did it at last game or <laughs> He did it at the Worlds. Best of one show match he played against Yan, and he did it again this year. He gets a flip reset and doesn't use it. Yeah, once. yeah, yeah in, in best of one. But in series, he will. I feel like it's a confidence thing. So that's mm-hmm. actually, I would completely agree as someone who's casted a lot of TRK's games, especially best of ones. Wow, he's he's on the money there. TRK does so he's, go. He's bringing the low. brains through, and I, it's probably a credit to you as well because, as Johnny said, a lot of the ones players just want to lock in, like they they'd be saying, "Shut up, like just let me <laughs> let me do my thing." But clearly, mm-hmm. you're pretty happy, like to you know take in your surroundings and you're happy to get that feedback which is pretty cool you know that's awesome that's stage. really cool yeah and it also gives me confidence like he just like he just like trusts me to make like to, like to do the right things and he trusts me to follow like his lead and stuff like that too and he also like trusts me like oh uh, yeah he just trusts me it gives me a lot of confidence because how much he trusts me and how much he respects me as a player do you, do you think have Sorry, can, I on, just, can I just get a phone? I just want one. I, uh, obviously, he was yelling out a lot, and there was a lot of clips of. of <laughs> do you have a memorable, just one, like he's your favorite, maybe, maybe not want to say insult, but favorite one liner that he your might have thrown to the communism. other team? Oh, yeah, communism. communism. Are there <laughs> any ones that sort of got you? They're like, that was pretty, that was pretty good. <laughs> Are you um, talking about like trash talk and stuff like that? Yeah. Um. So when, when, uh, well, when we were like in the uh, backstage, not on the main stage, but on on B stream, I know this one. <laughs> Atau and Oski were like just like saying "land," you know, because he was playing he was playing one v one in that three v three, and then when Daniel scored a double tap, Calm just uh, in game five in the three v three, like Calm would just went crazy, like the loudest I ever heard him. He was like, "Shut the f up, you guys!" Thinking he was like, and then he was like, "Oski." Uh, and I just started dying laughing. I could not help myself. That was Where are you going? What are you <laughs> doing? And then, yeah. and then he's like, okay, I'm going to go back left to this one. You get to get to this. <laughs> yes, it's so funny. I love it. <laughs> that, that clip is hilarious. <laughs> it is. I cannot stop laughing when he does those, those things. That's amazing. That's I, I was actually going to ask, what do you think about having, like, because at Gamers 8, obviously the, the comms are active when you're playing ones. I genuinely think that if you had either your coach or another player sit and just watch your game while you're playing and pay attention only to the kickoffs. And they told you every time what kickoff to do, I think you would win more kickoffs, genuinely. Because <laughs> like when you're playing, it's so hard because you've got yeah. so many things to think about. By the time you've scored another goal, you're like, I don't remember what the last kickoff was. Like This is impossible. I'm like mm-hmm. way too stressed. But like if, if somebody's like really locked in and you are, like you say, you know, coachable, even live under pressure, that would be so overpowered. They could, yeah. just, they could, they could know exactly what the other guy is doing and tell you what to do. Do you think it would be like viable in that in those settings? Oh, most definitely. I think, I think, like, I mean, I, me personally, I literally never realized kickoffs. Like, like, what, like, I in the moment I do, but after a goal happens or anything, it's just that like I'm already too locked in to the point where like I'm just like. Like it's hard uh, to remember what the last guy, what the other guy did the previous yeah. time, or like what worked for you beforehand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, literally both those things, and yeah, and then um, 
a funny thing is like Kamal also helped with that. He didn't help in game, like he didn't say like what kickoffs like or what like he did live, last time. Yeah. yeah, like live, but he literally um for me and Dan, he like he got us into to a private match. And he helped, he just like did a bunch of like random kickoffs to to help us like get prepared for it and like get ready, like how to counter him stuff like that. So he just like was really good in, with all that in general. That's sick. Mm-hmm. That is so uh, yeah, that's that's why they won Gabriel's eight, ladies and gentlemen. Kickoffs are not cringe. <laughs> the best one we have kickoffs. And Johnny's screen so probably, probably the mouth just here hearing uh, this whole conversation. What what do you think about the uh, like crew battles format as a whole? Like, did you have a different uh, like thought process uh, once the event was over compared to like beforehand? Like, were, did you think like, oh, I don't really, I'm not really a fan of this whole. Oh, format. he likes it now. Or yeah, yeah, I, I, I feel like you like it now, guaranteed. Like you, you might be a fan of it, but like even beforehand, did you? Think you would have liked it? Um, I yeah, I love the I love the uh, concept. I, I just feel like it's so unique and like it's just so like refreshing and like I think it's like really fun like to watch high level two twos and the one ones because all you all you ever get to see is three threes. But a lot of people in Rock League play two v twos and one v ones. I feel like it's good to learn from that. Yeah, and a good to learn from people like playing at, at a high level, such that. But um, I definitely like it more now that we won. No doubt, I definitely like it more and uh and um. Yeah, yeah, I definitely like it more for sure. Where do you see it in in terms of the future of like? Are you just happy with it being sort of a side tournament? Would you like to see it be incorporated into the RLCS or have like a, a, a ones, I guess RLCS or a twos things like that? Where do you see crew battles or just the different game modes? I like the uh, I see like Psionics do big tournaments like that. Like was it Universal Open? Was that what it's called? Yeah, two v two. Yeah, I would love to. I would love to have those like lands back, like two v two lands. That'd be like awesome, and one v one lands. That'd be awesome as well. Like I feel like that if if they did that, they would get a lot more attention and a lot more stuff like that. Seems like you're really focusing on the two v two lands, given that you haven't lost the game. Um, is there anything, any bias in that? Uh, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> now that would be sick, though. I I would love to see it. Um, do you, do you think your you and Daniel your style your uh you know your combination would work in a series as well? Because everybody always copes in every game mode when their team loses. They're like, ah, it's only best of one. Everybody always says it. I think best of one is actually a lot more value than probably the average caster slash fan. I suppose I actually do 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 rate it a lot. But do you think it, your your two v two style would work in a series? You think it it's just good regardless of what the format is? Yeah, I do. I do. I, I think. I think like, I have like a a lamb playstyle, and he has like a. It's like it's like we just match each other so well because like I just play super aggressive, and he plays like super defensive, obviously, or, uh, at least in two v two. And I think like when it's hard to like, it's hard to like. What what is it? What am I trying to say? It's hard to like kind of counter like a super aggressive playstyle, like because like if you're aggressive always on the ball, on the other team like on land, like you kind of get shaky. So I think, like in series, I think would be really good. And I think we're so like we're even used to series playing as a duo. I think we're used to playing as a duo in series, anyways. Did you play a lot of twos uh, practice, like scrims, ranked outside of uh, the actual tournament? Um, surprisingly, not really. Actually, like honestly, like during this tournament, we actually had decent, like decently low hours. If that makes sense. Like, like, like I usually before a tournament like I had like around like eighty and like this tournament I had around like sixty. And I think we all did like this is like the lowest amount of hours I've ever seen Dan had on a tournament. He usually has like a hundred, we had like seventy. Um but yeah, no, nah, we didn't really play that much too. We just scrimmed. Maybe maybe like an hour of rank max, but uh, not too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh yeah, the funny thing about putting a tournament as big as gamers eight after worlds is there, there's already teams as we've seen with um, and I guess a, I guess a easy transition to the question everybody wants to know. But yeah, there's already a, a lot of teams trying to uh, make roster moves before Gamers Eight even happens. So now it's you know Gamer, uh, Gamers Eight is done and things are getting announced. And the most recent thing they just got announced today was Calm announced he got uh, well he actually really announced. Correct me if I'm wrong. He said his contract is up with version one, though he is now a free agent. That that got announced today. Um, yeah, Beast Mode, you would you would have obviously known about this. From I forget when Com said in his video uh, how long this has happened, but you guys knew this was his last tournament. What was your um, mentality going in from that perspective, like uh, finishing off your last tournament as a roster on V1 together? Um, I kind of felt, kind of felt. I was like sad. 
a little bit because like I've been on, on V1 for about like close to two years. Same with Tom. Like I just want to. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. He went for about three years, but almost two years for me, like a year and a half. It like it just it was a little sad, saddening because like like the last series when we went into World One, we always said like this is our last series. Like it's crazy how how far we come and how like how like good friends we are. But we just gave we just like I think I, I think it like gave us a, a little bit more confidence because like if we lose, you know, it's not it's not it's going to do nothing for the work. But if we win, we're going to go out with a with a bang, and that's what I think it just gave us more confidence and more like. Um, like, how was the word? I just more like freedom to to do whatever and to just like just play the game. But, we yeah. have seen as well in the past where the teams that obviously not saying there's the breaking teams breaking up and stuff, but we have seen teams <laughs> or even pickup teams come through and do really well at lands. You know, I'm thinking of um, turbos. The rancid rats, like stuff like that. EG with drip A was rats terrible in the RLCS. Yes, they got just the rats. The rats, well, like, rats, the river rats. rats. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's an OCE team. Probably the, like the Randy anyway. Gibbons river rats. <laughs> the Randy Gibbons. Rats. Anyway, you guys, are, you guys understand <laughs> what I was doing. Um, and I, I, it's interesting to hear you have the same perspective of like take it takes the pressure off a little bit, and you kind of just enjoy, have fun, a little bit of celebration, but. Obviously, with the whole news, um, there's, there's people saying, "Oh, what's going on? You know, you guys just won a tournament." But I feel like in the with the state of the esport, and you, I don't know if you agree or disagree with this, but you look at the most successful teams lately, and they're the teams that nearly make a roster move after winter, or you know, they have one split. And do you find that these days, almost longevity is a is sometimes a bad thing with with rosters? It, like, I just feel like the more successful teams we're seeing. You look at BDS. Uh, last year winning on oh well, yeah the season before I guess last winning worlds and then obviously mm-hmm. vitality these teams that make the roster moves the most recently even BDS this season as well they just went they um, obviously picked up rise and then they nearly won worlds again um, I, I guess it makes sense do you think it, it you just got to keep moving with the times you got to keep you know churning through <laughs> finding new teammates and keep keep active uh, I think it's uh, I think it's a mix of both. Like I think a longevity is good. Like I think a, a team that's well known for longevity is like probably G two. Um, yeah. Like G two, like even with Rizzo, I think longevity is like. Uh, <laughs> I think I think longevity is like I think it's like I think it's not bad at all. I think I think like as long as you're willing to work and really willing to prove like, and, and you got the right guys on your team, then no matter what, like you can be the best. And um, I think doing roster changes is, is like can be a good thing. It can be a bad thing. Like, I think it's good to give things time. I think it's really good. Uh, also, like, if you don't, if you truly are not believing in your team, then, then you probably should make a roster change. So, like, I'm kind of mixed on on both. But, um, sorry for cutting you off. But uh, I do want to, like, clarify um, something really quick. I, I think a lot of people are, like, getting it misunderstood, like, misunderstood that we kick calm or, or calm is left. Uh, like, there's a there's like a lot of things like happening with like V one that I I can't really say but we didn't we didn't kick him and we didn't nor did nor did he leave so I just kind of want to like get that out there because he, he like and I think there's a good chance that we will stay as a team. There's a good chance that you three will stay as a team. Uh, you Daniel Beast, uh, you Daniel Com. Yeah, I think there's a good chance that we will. So. Yeah, so, yeah, his contract is up, but you you're still under contract. Well, I don't know. I assume that that's something you're allowed to say, but if not, don't say it. <laughs> you're um, not trying to eat any information out of you. I cannot uh, speak. If <laughs> <laughs> <Am> I speak, <laughs> I'll leave it. Let's just let him. I don't even know. Uh, we're, we're, not we're not trying to extract information. We're not trying to extract information. Just asking, just asking questions. Um, yeah, I mean, we're we're just observing the, you know, the timeline. We notice Calm has made an announcement about his expired contract, yeah. and you and Daniel haven't. So we assume. Uh, that you guys are still contracted and we're waiting to see what happens next but yeah we all hope the best for you guys we i mean i personally would love to see the the roster continue because like you said you've had sporadic success like you finished ninth 12th in a regional then you won a regional then you finished ninth 12th in a regional and now you want to land so you know next event probably ninth 12th 
It's just it, it happens. But then after yeah, that, unlucky. you're going to win something. And luckily yeah. for you, if if RLCS keeps the same format, you're always your win is always going to land on the LAN events. Like it's incredible. You guys have set this up so well. That you're, yeah. you're always going to like. I guess uh, you just have to make sure you qualify because yeah, ninth, twelfth, not the best finish. But yeah, no, hopefully, hopefully you guys can. You know, keep yeah, working on that, and like over time, build up the synergy and the the consistency because it definitely looks like consistency uh, was the the only problem. At least it's awesome if you, yeah, if you guys do good. if you guys do stick together, that'd be awesome. Obviously, um, with with nothing public announced about, um, no announcement about the next season yet. Obviously, now we're in the off season. Do you feel obviously, as you said, you ideally would like to stick as a team, but do you see other teams? Um, I don't know where I'm going with this question, but you know, with the off season, we don't really know. There's no public announcement on the next season yet. It makes sense that teams are going to, I guess, just you want know, to test the waters a little bit. You know what I mean? See, see what's happening. So, do you do you sort of see most uh, of the RLCS teams looking to at least try out different players and things, or do you see a lot of the top top teams sticking together? What's your What's your thoughts on the off season? It's better happen. <laughs> um, to be honest, I already know like so much that's happening. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, there's like, man. Um, but, but, uh, <laughs> but, um, no, I definitely see. I think, I mean, they're they're obviously vitality. They're not gonna they're not gonna change, make a change. I think that's literally. I can't say anymore. But, uh, but, uh, <laughs> but, but, um, but, uh. No, I, I think, I think, um, I think, I think, yeah, I think it's gonna be super fun, and I think it's gonna be like probably one of the best off season, our best off seasons like Rockley's ever ever seen. So I think it's super exciting. In a big hypothetical, if a bunch of teams Ooh. do make a, a roster move, does it make it more interesting for you going into next season, or do you like playing against uh, you know teams you've seen before? It's a mix of both. Like, yeah, like I, I do like. Seeing teams that put like I I played against before because it just gives you more confidence. I know what they know what they do. Like they they haven't. I mean they they can't get better, but it's more likely a chance that they haven't got better. Or they're they're gonna stay the same. But with the roster change, like you have those phases where, with those honeymoon phases, like if I play against them, they might peek on me, and like uh, they might go crazy. But I think it's fun to see the to see the roster the roster change. I think it's exciting and new. But I'd probably rather play like the the old rosters and the people that stand together rather than. The new rosters. What about your region um, in the off season? Obviously, you know the miles are back. Forget about the kilometers. Um, <laughs> but do you see, do you see the you know NA r- rising back, ascending back to being you know at least maybe better than the best region in the world, or at least you know level with EU? Or what? Yeah. What do you What do you sort of see? What do you what's, What do you see for next season for NA? <laughs> I see for NA. I, I see a lot less. Like I think in NA, there's a lot of teams that they can win. Like a lot of there's like a lot of good teams, but I think for NA, there's gonna be a, a lot of more overpowered teams more than a lot of good teams. Like there's like nine or ten NA, like nine or ten like really good NA teams, but I feel like there's gonna be like four or five that's gonna cut down because all the like all the good people that are on teams are gonna go to together. They're gonna super like team consolidation is what yeah. you're saying. We're gonna see yeah. a lot of that. I think I, th- I think they're gonna see a lot of that. Yeah. For sure. Do you do you think uh you know again, not trying to uh, leak <laughs> really anything? Sort of just keep circumnavigating <laughs> the roster zone. Yeah, yeah, we just want to be circumnavigating every time Johnny's prepping a question. <laughs> gonna want to probe a little bit about uh you know international transfers. What what are your thoughts oh. on this off season? You know, with last season we had CRR moved over, joined a previously fully international transfer team, Complexity. Yeah, uh, Furia moved over two thirds of Gen G was import, so you know six import players, really big import players in one uh, off season. Before the season before that was three with uh, uh, True Neutral, AK Complexity. Yeah, wh- what are your thoughts on you know are they welcome? Do you want them to come over to NA to make NA stronger? Do you think that the regions should be locked uh, international transfers? Uh, I don't know. I'm like, I think, I think. It- I don't know. I mean, for me, if it's locked, it makes my life easier, obviously, because all these good teams like Complexity, uh, Furia, like it just makes my life easier. Because I feel like when, before they were there, it just it, it felt really not easy, but much much more easier to make more lands. But obviously, we have we have a man, or else just in a bit. But I think 
I think it's like I think I, I think it's really exciting for for people. So like honestly, like maybe maybe they can make a change where it's like locked in in it. But I think it is exciting for for some people or most people to see all these like teams come to NA. And I don't know I don't know why teams never go to EU. Do, would do you, you go to Would you go to Europe? <laughs> Probably not. No. <laughs> uh, there you go. <laughs> well, there you have it. It's You're a like, question. I don't know why everyone else is leave me alone here in NA to farm the like bubble teams, and they can all go compete against the French in Europe. Like, I feel like you might have answered your own question <laughs> with the no, you wouldn't go. But okay, why why wouldn't you go, or why wouldn't you think about going uh, to to Europe to compete purely like competitively, not just like having yeah. to move? Obviously. Not not ignoring like you know culture, ignoring like having to move. Why do you think for you competing in NA? Um, makes more sense. I mean, hmm. I think probably. I mean, because he used a better region probably right now, and I think I think pay, I think pay pay in NA is uh is better. It's better, better, yeah. Mm-hmm. On and, average, definitely. Yeah, I mean that's probably the main reason. Probably honestly, just pay. I feel like that's why a lot of people just come over, and maybe like they like it more over here. Like maybe that's it's different you know, from where they're at, or different from. Maybe nicer places or anything such as that. Maybe just yeah. But I guess that's probably why I would say stay in there. Got to afford those uh those birthday presents. So you better <laughs> uh, <laughs> stay in North America. Oh my word! <laughs> we have to ask. So t- uh, no, uh, Beesma, you you tweeted. Um, when was it? Uh, how long ago would it have been now that you tweeted about your your girlfriend's birthday? It was a while. Uh, um, I think it was. Like a year. Well, or two you'll ago. probably you'll probably know the exact day. I imagine when this week. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to guess, you better you better you better get it right. No, right? this or is this is this is pre-birthday. This is a pre-birthday. It was tweet. pre-birthday. Well, you, okay, yes. at least like the the area. Yeah. So before his girlfriend's birthday last year, you tweeted that you would buy her, or she would she could ask for anything for her birthday that would cost up to the dollar amount equal to the likes of the tweet <laughs> in twenty four hours, and it hit like sixty thousand likes or something. Which, fortunately for her, is now number Beast Mode can easily afford. Next <laughs> is Even after tax, he can afford it. So, <laughs> not even a problem. So, if you've got any suggestions of what she should ask for, um, leave them in the Shotcast Discord. We'll be sure to let Beast Mode know at the end of the show. If it's a car, if it's anything, go ahead. Because I got to do, do, do what I got to do. <laughs> <laughs> respect respect speaking of like your i guess your support uh network and stuff uh your parents were there at, at games Day as well is that correct mm. yeah they, 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 your parents are, are ever absolutely phenomenal these these guys are, are at every event is do you think that that um i guess has played a part in i guess your success in your in your career in general just having that having those guys you know backing you in 100 percent. yeah yeah of course no doubt like, like just looking over and then in the crowd like wherever they're at like Seeing them in the crowd, like just supporting me, and every time, like I mean, especially gamers day, because like the crowd wasn't as gamers day, it wasn't as big as RLCS mm-hmm. then, so I could see them easier, which is like also a good thing. Um, but just, just seeing them, like, like looking up, watching me, like um, after every goal and just clapping for me, like it just gives me so much confidence and helps so much. And like even like even Dan's, uh, even Dan's dad, like he was there, and even like even Com's uh, parents and stuff like that, like. I think I think people like underestimate how like, how much like family and stuff like that helps and it really helps a lot. And with your your dad, you used to play twos, right? Is that correct? With your dad. <laughs> now, yes, yes. Now the story that I hear is that you eventually got a little bit better than your dad, so you had to move on. Is that is that right? But yes, sir. what happened if it went the other way? You know, because I'm assuming at the very start, <laughs> your dad was a little bit better than you. You know, when you first got the game, what if he said, mm, "This my son's not it," and he sort of kicked you for someone else? <laughs> Your dad maybe have taken your spot. You know, we're looking at alternate realities, and we could have you know beast mode dad as as the game's eight champion. <laughs> that is a question and a half. I bet you thought about that one a lot. Mulled my over dad, that one at breakfast. I never really thought about my dad uh, being the gamers eight champion, but uh, <laughs> but uh, did he I have mean, it back then? Tell me he had it. Like it was, <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> what are you asking? <laughs> I'm just telling you, Facebook's well, I mean, dad could have been prime. Did he, did he, he have it, it back I mean, then? Did he have it, it back then? Oh, you just say, did, you, did you think about that when you were benching him to not play <laughs> yeah. anymore? Did that cross your mind? It could have been mind? the family duo team, you know, the undefeated like, twos. Like, would my, would my dad bench me if he was a good player? No, <laughs> I shouldn't bench him. Okay, I see where you're exactly. coming from now. I've come around mm-hmm. on this question. It's a I good mean, question. I mean, maybe maybe we would have been like 
you know, one of the duos of all time. And uh, I think, I think, I think, I mean, yeah, he was that guy back then, but that was back then, you know. And uh, mm. today's today's a new gen. And what kind know. of rank are we talking? What what rank was he the guy in? <laughs> um, but rank, uh, I would say like, hmm, it was like it was different. It was like he was like the rank. He was a guy in like challengers. Challenge. The challenge. Wait, the challengers. So that was. That was like old gold. Was that the gold ones? Oh, gold. Yes, all gold. Was he it was the like, gold ones, chat? I believe he was so, the yeah. challenger guy. Yes. That's, he was yeah. the challenger guy. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like yeah, everybody loaded up in that lobby and they saw it was the <laughs> challenger guy. Like they were thinking every time they loaded in, they're like, "Oh, not this guy again." He's the, he's the gamekeeper for challenger. Like, imagine the twins taking on the father-son duo. Like just the alternate timelines mm. that we could have had in RCS. You guys could have been, you know, famous, million subscribers on YouTube, stuff like that. It could have absolutely gone nuts. It could have been like, shout out to the parents. Could have been like we're Ross and Killers, except for you know he's the dad and I'm the son. You know we're Ross and Killers. <laughs> I, I swear, like they they had to run away from not like uh right. It must have been like right at the end of the penultimate day where they won the quarterfinal. They had to immediately leave because their sister was giving birth. They were like, we got to get out of here. We got to go to our sisters. Uh, yeah, she's at the hospital. So they just went straight there. They were like, all right, got rid of Vitality. All right, see you later. Oh my Possible god! Wait, yeah. wait, wait, I'm sorry. So wait, that's wait. that's that's why they had to sweep them so fast because their sister was like in labor, and they were like, "All right, we don't want to keep her waiting too long." So they had to like get to the hospital, like we're wasting clears. So that's that? that's what I heard. Yeah, it's Damn. incredible. Uh, yeah, is... twins. Oh, big <laughs> wow. They had to four zero vitality. So sorry, we could have had a really cool series, but actually they had somewhere <laughs> to be, so they just had to leave. That's crazy. That's insane. All right, anyway, I, I waffled a little bit. I want to just wrap up, though, your, your game is that. Obviously, getting that win, I know it wasn't RLCS, but um, it still was basically, you know, as, as big as Worlds in a way, prize money and stuff. Does that, looking into next season, I guess, getting the getting the monkey off the back, getting that land win, give you got, or give yourself at least, like, so much confidence going into majors and Worlds, just knowing that you can win a land? Oh, most definitely. Like, And the thing is, like, it just feels, like, so much more different because, like, I think that was the least nervous I've ever been in a tournament. Like, it was just so – I mean, I was nervous, obviously. I felt like my heart bumping out of my chest sometimes. But, like, that was literally, like, literally the least nervous I've ever felt in a tournament. I think it's because, like, I think I just have to everything after, like, not doing so good. And, like, RLCS, like, like, um, like that, I think I just had nothing to lose. And I guess that's just where it came from. And I, I don't know. Yeah, it, just, it definitely gives me confidence. I definitely feel like I can finally win again. And, and win it. I could definitely win the land. Yeah. yeah. The so to to talk about the the comparison then. So you say this is the least nervous you've been. How did it feel to play regionals one, two, and three? Well, obviously two, you you, you won it, so maybe there's a different feeling. But it, the regionals online, the nervousness, you know, trying to qualify to spring major. How did that compare to gamers league? So everybody says lands like way more nerve wracking, but you're saying the opposite. The regionals were were more. Yeah, def I mean, the regionals, definitely this split was more than Gamers 8 for me. Like, because um, I, I just wanted to make the RLCS land so bad. And um, I think I think regional 1 was was where I was the most nervous. But after that, like, I felt fine. And in regional 3, when we lost in the upper bracket to Koi, that is where I, like, I might, like, I was literally nervous the whole day. Because if we lose, then there's, like, a good chance that we're not going to make it. But... I think, yeah, I think the regionals, I was way more nervous than when I was in Gamers 8. So sure. when teams say that, you know, or analyst casters, whatever, say this team won because they wanted it more, do you think it's the other way? Sometimes you want it too much. You, you know, with Gamers less. 8, you might not have really wanted it that much, but you're just having fun. <laughs> so you need to want it less. Is that is that kind of the mindset? Uh, I mean, maybe. Maybe, like, maybe you just got, maybe you just got to, like, I mean, for me, I, I, I was, like, I definitely wanted to win. Like wanted to win like so badly, but I think just like knowing that like no matter what, like it's like if I lose or win, like it's fine. Like I mean, we have nothing to lose. I think that's like if you just have, if you just keep that in your mind, like we have nothing to lose. Like we don't have to prove anyone anything. Like we just have to know that you know we can we can do it. And, like I feel like that's the most important thing. Just believe it in yourself and not caring what anyone thinks. I feel like that's like the mental you kind of have to have. Respect. That's, that's good. Good advice. 
Can we get back into the juice though? Because I really like this off-season talk. Now, let's say <laughs> hypothetically, <laughs> hypothetically, Ben. Right? Let's say your team stays together, so you can put take care, so you can leave yourself out of it, so we can get rid of the PR as well. <laughs> Give us your best NA team next season. Excluding Everyone's open. Excluding Everyone's your open? V1 team. Everyone's open. Like if, if open you were start. a general manager and you had North to America. draft the best team, you can pick literally anyone who's your super team, and you must win the league, or else you're going to lose your job. Um, and 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 you said yeah, and you're, ma- you're the coach slash manager. Um, I would say probably like first killer atomic, first killer atomic, and one of the Genji boys like chronic, probably first killer uh, atomic and chronic, probably is what I have to choose, or Jack. Mm, yeah, you're allowed to choose Jack. He counts. He's declared himself American. <laughs> he counts. <laughs> Although I heard that he was actually, and Nolly as well, were uh, rejected. They were completely, what's the word, when um, parents don't recognize their kids anymore. Chat one, though. So I've, I've totally blanked on this. But yeah, I, I heard that First Touch were like uh, taking back their uh, citizenship. They didn't want them anymore. Disowned? Alienated? Disowned. 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 Yeah, they were disowned by FT. Arsenal didn't want them, and he li- he lives in Nolly, so you know that really means a lot. Like he's probably like taking Nolly's keys, <laughs> chuck them off the balcony. Nolly better he better have a spare pair of keys when he gets these back from plastic from North Riyadh. American fans claiming these cross region moves. Bimo, did you claim complexity? Genji, well, actually, Genji is a bit different, but like your complexities and furious. Did you consider them North? Did you American? claim them? Were they our region? When, when they region. won on land, did you feel like you won on land? I mean, Furia didn't win on land, right? Or else yes, no, but no, no, gamers either did. Um, honestly, I mean, I, probably not. Honestly, not, not really. I don't really, I mean, like, I, I don't know if I want to say claim them because I feel like me not claiming them might sound like a, like a douchebag, but, um, not, not really. I, I guess I just like always thought of them as like, 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 uh, what's the word? Crossfoot? Crossfoot? I'm sorry. I, I may be having like, like an import team. Oh, import. There you go. I'm, so, I'm dumb. Import team. Mm. I always thought of them as like an import team and I really mm. thought it was an NA team, especially like, Jack and Chronic, always sort of you. Yeah, poor Jack and Chronic, man. They, like, <laughs> oh, they really thought they really thought they could just. I mean, for Furia and Complexity, I think they're going to be like, "That's right," because I don't think they ever said they we're NA. But Jack and Chronic definitely said they were NA. They were like, "No," or sorry, Chronic. That's uh, Nolly, Nolly, Nolly. But I mean, Chronic's English as well, allegedly. So, yeah, they. Uh, <laughs> They tried. They tried to get the citizenship. Now, how how many seasons do you think they should need to? How how long is it to get a, like a green? Is it a green card? How long do you need well, to be in America for this? Some areas that we are not professionals at. Um, I don't know. Surely somebody, somebody chat will know. Guaranteed, somebody chat will know. This is like three, five years or something. Five years. Five Everybody years. said five years. Well, two people are saying five years. Um, I thought <laughs> it was five. <laughs> but yeah, they've got a while to go yet, but. Uh, yeah, for US, for the US, it's a while, like five years. Could take twenty. What do you mean? Could take twenty years? Are they just gonna be like, <laughs> they got different rules for people from Liverpool. Is Nolly like in big trouble here? What's going on? Jack will be fine. He's got like five a years. you know standard English accent. Default. How long do enough. you do you see yourself playing for then? Speaking of longevity, BMO, do you, do you feel like a player that you know that this new generation that's never going to look like an Airbus, um, <laughs> never going to be worse than the mechanics. What? How? Where do you see your career? How long? Um, honestly, I want to play for like as long as I can, and hopefully it's like anywhere from like seven to ten years. If I, I want to have like the... from the beginning or seven or ten more. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, seven or ten more. Seven nice. or ten more. Uh, we don't mind that. We don't mind. I want to. I want to play as long as I, I can, and I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to. It's hard to like. I don't want to say like I don't know. It's really hard because like I can obviously like eventually you know you're not gonna be. Like the best anymore. Yeah, it's hard to be the best forever. So yeah, some people, some people can fall off. Some people can really fall off hard. I, I, I would assume that sucks. I would assume that, I would, I would assume that would be the worst feeling. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, actually, I don't know why that got brought up, but we're actually going to go into some Patreon questions. We got a bunch of Patreon members, and they have oh, actually—they've been pre-jumping questions for a, a while now. And uh, this is a this is a very specific question uh, for you, Beast Mode. Uh, this is from Catchphrase. He said, what are you going to do with all that prize money? 
Said, mm. I, and, oh, actually, what, yeah, what are you going to do? What are you going to buy with all the prize money? And why is it a Dodge Challenger SRT Hellcat widebody with a supercharged <laughs> 6.2 liter Hemi V8 engine? In all, serious, <laughs> in all seriousness, what are you going to be buying with that money? Um, Oddly specific. Does that cost $60,000? It sounds like it costs more, I feel. Is that what he did that buy? Is... Is, he, is that what you drive? <laughs> yeah, I did drive a, a, uh, a Dodge a Dodge Challenger SRT Hellcat White Boy with a supercharged 6.2 liter heavy V8 engine. <laughs> that one? Do you actually drive that? Uh, I, I drive a Dodge Charger. Is that the same thing? Dodge oh. Challenger Charger? I I, you're asking the wrong person. I, you're I the wrong person. But this says Challenger, so I'm assuming no. No, I, I'm, I, I don't think I, think I drive that. But uh, to answer the question seriously, um, I, think, I think honestly, I'm just saving up for right now, and then whenever you know I move out, uh, or not move out, but whenever I, you know, really, like, want to, um, like, I'm, I think I'm going to buy an apartment first. Or not buy it, but rent an apartment first. And then whenever I move to that, I'm going to build my own house. And I, th I think that's what I want to say. Buy my own land. So level-headed. And buy my own house. Smart. Smart, smart guy right until here. Then, until then, you're saving? Yes, yes, sir. Are you, are you investing? Don't invest in what chat suggests, whatever you do. The, Buy no, gold, no, bro. Buy I'll tell gold. you what's good advice, though. I'll tell you what's good investment advice. You could probably spend four ninety nine a month, these mode, on a Patreon subscription. Oh, if you want to just watch some bonus content. We've got, we've got videos coming out every single week. Exclamation mark Patreon in chat if you want to get involved. Um, anyway, investment. you could if you want to. That was just a suggestion. Not, not real financial, financial advice. <laughs> I'll throw it out there. <laughs> Uh, what else you got? What else you got, Rizzo? You're all over it. Patreon. Uh, we got a qu we got a question from our man Caleb here, and he, oh, he actually asks this every single time. But I feel like I am just required to ask this. What do you think about pineapple on pizza? Um, never tried it. Um, really? I like pineapple. No, yeah, never tried it. I like pineapple. I like pizza, but I, I don't know if uh, I don't know if they will go together. And I, I think it's, I, th I think they do. Mm, I'm a fan. <laughs> I think I think I may have to try it. And I it, think it's all right. Don't don't order it yourself. You, it's a waste. But if somebody offers you some, <laughs> give it a go. It, oh, should, it's it's it shouldn't be a personality trait. Like it, it's no. it shouldn't be a personality trait. Your preferences about pizza toppings should not be your personality trait. If that's your <laughs> icebreaker. You need a new one. Twitch chat. But yeah. Okay, this is actually this is actually another pizza question I just saw, so oh I have to cut God. it here. This, so it comes from Boyd. Would you try pickles on pizza? Mm. Pickles on pizza? Yeah. Do you like pickles? Never. Uh, I never tried pickles actually. You never tried pickles? This I They're great. Yep. Pickles are great. Pickles are great. Pickles, pickles are great. I like pickles. Not just pickles on the pizza like that. That Arsenal one. That was. That was not good. <laughs> That was not good. Let's get off the pizza. I'm going to get into the juice. Now, I don't know if we already answered this. Uh, what? You, nah, you chat, sort of chat is hating on pickles way too much, though. Just yeah, to, like, pause for a second. No, what we... is wrong? Pickles are great. Like, no, maybe not on pizza, no, but what? It. why are Vouch. you all hating on pickles? Vouch. Anyway, I like sorry. Pickles, but... Just had to defend pickles really quickly there. Yeah, yeah I'm that's sorry. Look, I'm not sure if we covered this. I know you said you don't want to become a ones main, but could we see potentially some, some show matches from Mr. Beast Mode himself in the 1v1s this offseason? I mean, if uh, I mean, yeah, I mean maybe if uh, if I mean I like it depends who I'm playing against because I I want to play like I like to play all like the top dogs and try to beat them. So, so potentially a chalk cast jewels like you know we we did a tournament. <laughs> I'm not sure if you saw it, but we had all the best one v one plays in the world um there. But bars it was EU server to... though. It was e it was an mm. EU. We have to we do an NA, NA we have to do an NA one. You were playing that. I would play that. I, I like playing in tournaments and stuff like that. I think, I think, um, I think I played in one tournament before. It was an Astro three thousand dollar one v one tournament. I, I beat Daniel's. Or Daniel, Daniel's. I beat Daniel in the finals for one at all. So yeah. Oh, when was that? Nice. Uh, I think it was like 2019-2020, I think. Oh, yeah, okay. Like around there. That was a long, long, long time ago. Or twenty twenty one, I think actually. Yeah, Daniel was like <laughs> seven. He was. <laughs> he was probably he was probably standing at his desk, his normal height desk to play. He was just like, like this is a good you one from a 
this isn't a question, <laughs> but you're kind of like an undercover one's goat. You know, you've you've played a couple, as you said, mm-hmm. small tournaments, but then you come out. No, do you know any other potential undercover ones goats that don't play ones, but you think if you threw them in there, they would that'd go well? Do you think anyone anyone off the top of your head? Well, undercover. Oh, uh, huh. I mean, I really don't. Know. I mean, I don't really know if he's like undercover, but I think I think Atomic. I think he's Atomic getting has... he's getting a lot better. Yeah, he beat uh, AJ. Uh, yeah. Oh, really? Didn't I didn't see that. Yeah, he beat AJ. Um, he, he did well. Who else yeah. did he beat? He beat someone else as well. So chat will probably have that. Actually, I think I've got the bracket somewhere. But yeah, Atomic, he, he, he kind of had hope for G2 for a bit because you need to have a ones player uh, if you're going to go far. He, yeah, he lost to Jarius 8-5. And that was it. Yeah, so he beat AJ 6-1, lost to Jarius in a fairly respectable series, and then lost to Zen 5-5. But no, actually, they didn't play 1v1. They picked 2v2. That's a shame. Didn't get to see Atomic versus Zen. <laughs> um, I'm also like... He's good, though. Yeah, he is. I also, I'm also really surprised by uh, Monkey Man. I did, not think he yes. was, I did not think he was that good of a 1v1 player, actually. He took Rawas, like really close, too. I'm mm. really surprised by him. He used to be a, he used to be a ones player. I used to... Because Monkey Moon is such a, a long name... I used to just put rank one PS4 player in the title. Whenever I had Monkey Moon in a show match, he was rank one in PS4, so I would just use that as clickbait instead of Monkey Moon. But yeah, nowadays, Monkey Moon, obviously, very famous player. I think highest earning player in Rocket League history. Um, He already was uh, coming out of Worlds. He was highest earning by a long way, but now he's just gotten even more money. I'll have to look up esports earnings. Let's see. How close is he to uh, a million? He's at he around must 700K. be at like he, he must be higher than that. Yeah. I think he's at like eight hundred now. Surely. Must be nice. Must be nice. What the heck? I thought Almost I was gonna like five, six hundred, but I thought he was at, Oh okay, he's at seven hundred K. Oh because they only made well. they didn't make top two, of course. If they made top two or won this event, my word, he would have been farming. But yeah, he's he already like hundred and thirty four thousand clear of J naps in second place, which is ridiculous. And Alpha has also overtaken Kdop. Kdop is now only fifth in earnings. Oh he was good at the wrong time. He was good at the wrong time. <laughs> what an this idiot. Destroyed. What an idiot that guy. Oh my god. <laughs> he didn't he timed his run he's run terribly there, but wait Rizzo, you're you're off the front page. What happened to you? Ah, okay. Let's move on <laughs> to the next question on. actually. Oh, oh man, shout out Ultra for that that show match question anyway. <laughs> um and where was it? I had I had one right here. I had one right here. Rizzo, do you have one? Uh, I do, but the name oh, is cut off. So this question actually comes from oh, T. Okay, I don't know. It's just cut off. It's straight, I'm sure Mo's not even on, but it comes from T. Who are the NA bubble players to watch for the upcoming season? Do you have any in mind, insight that you have been That's looking from, at that you think are Thism. next up? Thism. Thism. Thism? Thism. Yeah, that was the question from Thism. Sorry, not an NA bubble player. <laughs> oh, I was like, who's Thism? Honestly... I don't know. It's like I'm. Mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. Like NA is really dry. Like I think like there's really no, no like Daniel or no. There, there's no, no next no. up. <laughs> there's no next chapter. There's We're just no finished one. after the bookends. It's finished. It's just finished. But uh, if I had to guess, like I don't know if you ever heard of him, but like Scribbles, like Scribbles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, probably. I hit probably him. If I had to guess, so probably him. He called me old. He said. Right. He said I'm double his age. He's that's, got that confidence about him. I like it. Yeah. He's got that little young ego. He did a big thing. Or maybe like Chrome as well. I think Chrome's like next up too. Yeah. Ooh, I don't mind that. that. I don't mind <laughs> that. Yeah, actually, Chrome is double my age, which is the crazy part. <laughs> he's, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's next down. So. But, <laughs> so that game is eight. Dude. I mean, that was his first land, you know, that game is eight. And he, was, he actually had a pretty good rating, you know. That was, he wasn't was the worst player there. So he, he stepped he up did. for his first land. It's good did to he see. not play a lot? It's where he played season five or something. Did he not play yeah, season five? Yeah, he's played five? like eight. <laughs> <laughs> he played like six um, and a bunch of dreamhacks. Yeah. My go, my go, Chrome. He's the future of NA. He will save them. Um, <laughs> I've got a question. Oh, keep on. I was going to say, you know, Monkey Man, if he wins another $12,600 before the end of this calendar year, he'll have made a quarter million this year and last year. Both. That's half a million in two years in prize money. Not so bad for Rocket League mean. there. Monkey Man is doing quite low. well. He's making Rizzo's career earnings every year. Come on. Beastman makes a quarter million one tournament, says Monkey Man. 
You do better. Um, this question yeah, relating to games eight from Bookopolis, uh, which w- none of us have experienced here uh, on the call besides yourself. But what's that feeling? You know, game is eight. You are absolutely dominating. What's the feeling like when you just are taking over a tournament? Like, how does how does that feel when you just know you're on and you're just beating everyone to the ball? You're dominating. The you know every touch is is nice. You know, how's that feel on land? I mean. I'm not gonna lie, it's literally like one of the best feelings like ever, like in life in general. Like, I just feel like I can't get, can't get, like, can't, like, I can't, can't speak. I can't get beat like to anything. I'm like, I feel like I'm unstoppable, and like, it just feels you're like, like whatever. You're cerebral. You're saving everything as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it feels like whatever I do is is just working, and I don't know how. Like, it's just whatever I do, I'm just like in flow state. It's just whatever I do is working, and also like. It also is like really nice and like like a confidence booster when when you get on Twitter and like you just see so many compliments about like everything as well. Like that's like one of the best feelings too. You see so many like people cheering you on, like saying like, "Dude, this was going crazy and stuff, stuff like that." And it's like it feels so nice to see all that and it's like refreshing as well. So yeah, it feels like crazy. So be nice on Twitter, everybody. Yeah, you heard the man give <laughs> compliments. Nice that's, that's, <laughs> that's what I took away from all this. Tell <laughs> you. Rizzo, give us one. Couple more. Uh, oh, did you have uh, while you're uh, this is from Debit? He said most underrated player across any region. But did you have a player uh, throughout Gamers Eight specifically as well? This I'm adding this part. But throughout Gamers Eight that you thought was underrated that you competed against? Um, yes, easily. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm saying his name wrong, but Nuko. Did I say it? There's like ten Nupo. different ways to say it. That's what. That's one of that's them. That's one so of you're them. Good. Yeah. You're in the clear. <laughs> um. Dude, he he is crazy. Like uh, every time I played him in scrims, he was really really good. I mean, he was like always on the ball and like very annoying to play against. But he's really good. I think he's like definitely top of, uh, in, in the media for sure already. And, like I feel like he's brought Falcons like to another level, which is like I'm I'm great to see because I, I like the Falcons guys. They're pretty cool. Probably him. Not a Discord question, but who did you did you hang out with anybody at Gamers Eight? It was a very social land for a lot of people. At the you know venue, the play, the hotel. Did you make any new friends at the uh, the players and other people there? Um, honestly, for the most part, I just stayed with my team. Like for me personally, when I'm when I'm at Atlanta, I try to like do business and do business. Oh, wait, to, like, you guys weren't you guys weren't eliminated, of course. Like Vitality, you're eliminated. Oh, they're there in the players. Oh, they're, 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 <laughs> of course, you guys didn't make it. Never mind. But um, take it back. But uh, <laughs> but uh, actually, um, yeah, like I, I hanged out with Chronic. I hanged out with First Killer. I hanged out with uh, well, I hang out with Flitz. Too. Flitz, uh, Flitz mm-hmm. is such a nice guy down with Flitz, and then um, yeah, just like seeing people giving fist bumps. It's like also like it's so fun to see everyone too. Like it's so fun like to uh, be back in the land, like just give fist bumps. Even if I'm not really talking, like just give fist bumps to them. Like it's like I don't know, it's just awesome to see everyone in person, and yeah, it's a, it's a great time. Lands are an absolute W. We all yes. love them, and uh, yeah. hopefully. One's not too far around the corner. I've seen now we're now we're in now we're in the off season. Who knows what's going to happen? But I think final question, um, which is which beautifully wraps up um, how bad Rizzo is at this game. Beast mode, would you be down to you know potentially? I don't know if it's content wise or whatever. Potentially coach, you know Rizzo, maybe hopping a couple of twos. Get, get, get that SSL, you know, he's really struggling in the eighteen hundreds. <laughs> I would absolutely love to. I want to. I want to be there yes. for, for the for the journey when uh, when he has said SSL, and I want to be there. I want to say like, I want to be proud when I tell my kids. You know, when I grow up, when I, I want to tell my kids, I was there when when Rizzo got SSL. And I, I want to. I want to let them know that. Wow, that that makes you that makes you feel uh, really good. And you, you know, actually, the best part about that is you said when. I hit SSL. I heard, I heard that, and I'm gonna. That's a that, one, that, one, that one hit deep. Thank you. I appreciate that. I really do. That's right. There you go. All right. Well, hey, hey, that's gonna wrap up Chalkcast. Thank you, everybody, for listening, for watching. If you guys missed any part of it, you can catch it on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. Uh, thank you to Beast Mode for joining us. Thank you to Johnny and CJ for co-hosting as always, and we hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you so much. Also, thank you to our Patreon Bye-bye. members. You as well. Thank you so much. (laughs) Bye-bye.